Hello and welcome back to the Venturing Aki podcast. So, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. With me sitting down with me is my friend Chitrangada Singh Diora and she's somebody who had accompanied me for the scuba diving in Indonesia and it was one of the best trips uh, I've had. She's somebody who is very adventurous, who's got a lot of talents, artist, painting, singing, you know, outdoors. a very spontaneous lot of experience and i could not have had a better company to go along with me for this uh, scuba diving journey can i hire you for making my cv i mean i would love to do it you'll do a better job than me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we could create a like massive flex sheet for you where you can list down all the all the flex that you have had <laughs> right but uh, with that said you know um, so how did this entire uh, scuba diving thing pan out you know and also give me a little bit of a background on where do you stay and and you know okay so to your first question if i have to ask how did it pan out this is how it pans out every time hello chitra hi chitra are you okay okay are you free can i talk all right uh so listen i have this amazing plan and i hope we can do this really fast and that's how it goes with every time every plan so it's all due with akshay that we get to do all these crazy adventures because he is a idea machine thanks that's very kind but you know uh so again you know i remember i was in a conversation with a friend of mine and he had done his scuba diving he had got a scuba diving license and uh, he had told me about a couple of places and uh, i was initially planning on going to andaman so we are from india and andaman and nicobar islands are one of those places where you have scuba diving and he had done it from there but i remember this one night i was uh, part of a study group we were discussing the indonesian economics and that's when i ended up googling the currency exchange between india and indonesia and money matters it does matter you know and th- and that's when i sort of realized that uh, you know it's it's actually very affordable when i started looking at the prices and everything and obviously we like you know she has given you guys a very good demonstration of how i generally reach out to her with uh, all of my ideas and this was one of them that i reached out to her and uh, i thought you know why not if we have to do it why not let's let's take a trip outside the country you know and later on we found out that it's not just in indonesia is also part of the coral belt so so yeah i mean uh, definitely we've had the best experience when it comes to scuba one of the best experiences because visually it is such a beautiful belt for corals which are still existing while uh, a lot of places previously known great barrier reef was a very good place but now sadly it's dying a lot i think most of the corals all over the world are dying and i think part after having done scuba diving we have a much better appreciation for what it's uh, what it's going to be like but you're going into it like i mean you said yes yes to me but what were your thoughts when you know we booked the final flight ticket and uh, what are your thoughts when it was turning into reality okay so couple of anxieties or a little background uh you know i had this uh, real massive community fish tank in my room and uh, it was quite a big tank which uh, i was very much invested in and passionate about so for me i was very excited to see the world underwater and seeing that in real life 
like all the fishes that I used to see in the tank, I used to imagine me being inside the tank. And now I could see that right in front of my eyes, all these fishes right in front of me. It was beautiful. Beautiful. And um, the, the plan was to get a flight ticket from, so she's from Rajasthan, Udaipur. Right, and there's no direct flight from there uh, to Indonesia. So, uh, one of the two routes that go is from India, either via Vietnam or via Singapore. And uh, I had been lucky enough to see Singapore a long time back, but you hadn't seen it yet. You can even go from Thailand, I guess. Correct. That's yes. how Sanman, That's Sanman our friend came. of ours, Correct. joined through. Yeah. So it was essentially four of us. It was me, my twin brother, who stays in Netherlands. He flew down from there. Uh, me and her, we both flew down from Bombay together because Bombay is closest to both our places from where we could take a flight together. And uh, from there, uh, we met up with my brother in Singapore. And I think that's when the reality actually hit me once I was on, on board, on the on the plane. For me, reality hit me when the uh, air hostess of Singapore Airlines was like, ma'am, please. Get in line I, because I went for the loo. Remember, I went to the loo oh, and she was yes. so mad at me. She was like, "Those those air hostesses were intimidating, man. They were <laughs> like, oh my god, like reminded me of my grade two class teacher." <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I think because you went to use the washroom when the flight was about yeah, to take off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she is very spontaneous like that. You know, she'll do something at the eleventh hour, and but she doesn't. Nature give a calls. Shit. Nature calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she doesn't give a shit. She's like, I'm going. With or without, I don't know the law of the land, but I'm doing it because I get the urge or whatever. But it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be, you know, uh, uh, in the moment and be yourself, whatever. But yes. I Let think me ask you this one question I've been wanting to ask you. Yeah. Why are we using markers? <laughs> All right. So again, uh, this is a very frugal setup for the podcast. And uh, what I have done is I have taken some collar mics, attached them to... Uh, these uh, black markers because it makes it easier to hold the mic. This is so Indian, man. This is so Indian jugad. Jugad, correct. No, but see, the idea is to uh, hear people, right? It's it's about the voice. It's about the the story. It's not about the visuals. I mean, visuals do matter. This is what I meant about spontaneity. But it reminded me of voice. The voice. The voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The show. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, Singapore was the first experience for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and how did you... Anything was the first experience for me. I've been inside the country, jail bound. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, w- what I thought is, if we go via Vietnam or by via Thailand, there's not, not, not much that you can do. And Singapore airport is actually known the world over for the... Changi airport. Changi airport, correct. Really nice. I, we found a butterfly park. It consumed me wholly. It was yeah, beautiful. I mean, Beautiful. I mean, they've got butterfly park. They've got like uh, trampolines and all that where, you know, all the people who are waiting for their connecting flights for long hours, they can sort of, you know, there are a lot of interesting activities to spend time. And great food as well. A lot of uh, Singaporean cuisine or even just in general Asian cuisine outlets out there. Correct. There was a swimming pool where you could just chill next to the swimming pool. Can you beat that? Why was I not there? (laughs) I mean, we, you remember where we had the, uh, the ice cream? Tell us about the ice cream. Oh, yes. That was so there is this amazing fruit, <laughs> interesting fruit called durian. And it's so smelly, so pungent, yet so loved by the entire Southeast Asian communities. I have no idea why. I mean, we are also Southeast. We are South Asians, not Southeast Asians. South 
legislation communities Correct. but we didn't like it that much i don't know yeah we have a sweet tooth not a pungent tooth yeah man it was one interesting of an ice cream you know we could not i i don't think we were able to finish it all three of us i mean we, we finished did. it but we did it, because it we were indians yeah it was more like work because if you're paid for it you got to finish it but we really are we like demeaning ourselves i mean no i mean our tastes are not like that no, <laughs> we're not that demeaning us getting into with the indian mindset yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was a very uh, you know everything had to be arranged beforehand for me i'm like that indian uncle who is planning right and that so, was um, problematic in many instances yeah it was like we have but had, it worked out yeah but it, it was interesting like the amount of feuds we have had anyway <laughs> getting back to uh, from singapore our flight to bali tempasar airport was a very interesting flight it was by this uh, airlines called scoot scoot and wow. it has this neo uh, you know neo vibe about it it's like got actually neon lights all over the floor all over the roof lights of the plane whatever they called mm-hmm. and it was very interesting also the food airline yeah. food I, mean, i was in love with the airline food oh my god i mean if you were to remove the seats in scoot airlines so generally what happens is cabin lights they get dimmed and you have a very you know white light or warm light you could have an acid trip there in that flight it was so trippy man <laughs> yeah i mean not just that i mean if you were to just put a dj deck remove the seats you know the whole flight you could just be partying like yes that is the experience of of what that flight was and the yes. cabin lights were like all shades of vibgyor you know rainbow colors all of them it was a crazy uh, uh, crazy trip yeah and a then we finally flight. land in uh, bali where uh, our uncle had arranged everything <laughs> this so we had student school. uncle had <laughs> arranged everything for us what do you think us. about the customs oh the customs are a hassle everywhere so but what do you think about the indonesian customs because ashwin got uh, uh, you know oh, separated from the line that was once you were leaving back Yeah. Yeah. I think once we we came down also he was taken to a different yes, line. Yes, correct. Yes. So our friend his twin brother Ashwin, he was flying from Amsterdam. So that rings bells for a lot of people I guess. And that is exactly why um <laughs> he was uh, taken away from the line yeah. and he was searched around which yeah. was uh, a little intense initially because we were like whoa. And then we were hanging around him. and then we were told to just show off like hello oh, sorry no go go <laughs> yeah and um, i think the first night uh, when we reached the hostel and all we were still trying to like figure the feel the place out because just imagine you have come to a completely different country you have just landed immediately picked up two wheelers you have never driven in the country before you know but luckily you know being indians driving around bombay mumbai not a big deal for us and a sense of jugaad Yeah, we find our way around. Yeah, we found our way around. And bintangs. Bintangs, obviously, the Indonesian beer. But I think uh, so. Initially, what I'd planned, we our scuba diving center was on an island called as Nusa Penida. It's a very popular uh, destination for a lot of tourists all over the world, right? Yet not so co- uh, chaotic like Gili Islands and all. I feel Correct. less co- chaotic. Correct. And. Uh, I was very lucky to find a scuba diving center on Google Maps and the pictures and all they instantly sold me heavenly the, yeah and uh, we, there one way of reaching that island is you take a taxi from your hotel or hostel wherever you're booked at and you go directly uh, to one of the ports uh, Sanur port and then you get into a fast boat which takes about 20 minutes to reach but you are sitting essentially you're sitting in a bus but it's a boat 
Or you take the longer ride of one hour in a ferry, see the locals, meet the locals, or get onto the top of the ferry like we did and have a very uh, obstruction-free view to the sea. To the sea. And And I I specifically chose that because we had two wheelers and I didn't want to get into the hassle of making two different bookings, one on the Bali mainland and one in Nusa Penida. So I was trying to figure out, it was all Google search. Uh, I figured out that the, you can you, know, you can ride a scooter, scooter almost about 80 odd kilometers from the main city to a different port from where you get these bigger ships where you can put the scooter in the belly of those ships. And that's exactly what we did. We drove from Dempasar to Sanur. We put our uh, bikes, our scooties inside the ferry and then we drove to our uh, hostel. Hostel. And uh, interesting pick, by the way. Yeah. The, uh, what do you call it? Double D hostel. Double D hostel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And My girl, Devi. <laughs> Devi, yeah. I mean, the host was amazing. The facilities they had were amazing. Uh, the hospi- hospitality they had, uh, out of all the hostels. Good breakfast as well. Good breakfast. I think out of all the hostels, it was the best hostel that I've come across. And it was this woman right here, her choice. And I can give you the booking description. Yep, we'll definitely add that in the description. But yeah, so I think, what did we do on the first day? On reaching the island? On the first day, uh, once we reached Double D, we freshened up. Then we left for uh, just sightseeing, catching sunset. Which, uh, first we went in one direction, (laughs) trying to really catch the sun. Because a lot of obstructions. Then we finally found a place, uh, really fancy, boho kind of a vibe in this place Called, do you remember the name, name of the place? Actually, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. Most Not of that the important. Names. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we went there. Then we went again because we were not that satisfied to this place called Secret Garden. That was yeah, nice. Secret Garden. It was nice. Uh, we went there in the night, right? Yes. Night. Oh, what a place. One thing I have to tell you if you guys are into food, right? And especially watching it, watching the sun come down while you're having like good, mu- good food. Who's not into food? I mean, but I mean, Nusa Penida is definitely the place to go on a vacation with your family. You know, that is one place where you can have long conversations while you're having food, while you're watching the sun come down. There's an amazing backdrop of Mount Agung in the background, which is an active volcano, by the way, which is on mainland Bali. But you can see it all the way from Nusa Penida Island as well. Lovely, you know, lovely, very lovely site. Yeah. And... uh, yeah, and, and uh, I think the next day we went to uh, the dive Kellington. center. We no, went we to went Kellington. to the we went to the dive center, and post that we left for Kellington. I think on the way back we went to the dive center to ask them. So we so I think the second day we went to visit this beach called Kellington Beach. It's very famous. It's totally Instagram hotspot for a lot of people. For a lot of people. And, and the trek down to the beach, the Kalinkan beach, is uh, scary for some, adventurous for some, mix of both. So I'll tell you what happened, you know. So I saw obviously all the Instagram pictures and the photos online. And I thought, wow, man, we need to visit this place. But the moment we reached the place, the amount of people I saw, I was like, oh my god, this is like, this does not look anything like the picture. But... I think the way that beach is naturally designed and in a in a good way. Uh, so what happens is that once you reach that place, you're at the top of the of a mountain, right? And and that beach is like there's a very steep downhill, 
and then you have a beach which is which is essentially inside a bay right and it's got mountains on all three sides and it's like and what happens is when you see the people who are coming up you see how tired they are they are huffing and puffing and all of that i think and when you and for people who look down and who look at the height i think that dissuades a lot of people from going yeah it's it's a it's a work it's a work so i think th- it, that's very very well done i think they should not improve the road at all that's my my sense because but they still done a lot they have uh, holding rest points and all so that at least you don't die <laughs> right no i mean yes otherwise people would have slipped and fallen i don't know what but that beach oh my god what the a water. beautiful beach the blue water that you can see from the top it's one crazy. thing you don't really find in india is clear blue sky blue colored waters oh my god it was so clear and and i and, and I so salty but so clear <laughs> i mean the sea water is supposed to be salty so but yeah i mean it's the ocean no yes <laughs> no but i think uh, because all all of us we we never really the moment we saw that i think all of us we like let's go down we were committed to it and of course you know what happened so i carried a drone with me and you know the history it was like, of drone yeah <laughs> the perfect spot to fly the drone and the moment i the moment i pulled the drone out i realized that i had separated the batteries due to customs Rookie and that's mistake. when i found out that i could not fly my drone here and i kept pinching myself mentally oh my god why it would have been the best drone shot i've have got so far but you know what that's that's how you learn some lessons on how to you know keep track of your gear or whatever like i don't know that would have been crazy true <laughs> yeah i mean travel is a over stimulating experience actually like there's so much going around any time of the moment travel 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 stuff 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 happening around yeah so it's, it happens it's okay no pressure <laughs> Yeah. No but uh, I think once we reached down we had a good time in the water. Yeah. And uh, after that we, we got some good shots with the GoPro. We got very very good shots. And by the way the GoPro fell fell as well from my pocket. Oh. And uh, I I thought my phone it did. My iPhone. It Remember fell? that incident? The picture we took? Oh yeah 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 where you fell? Or the so I fell? I planted my iPhone on this beach to get um picture of all of us together with uh, the uh, yeah what is it called Ti- with the timer and uh, i've kept it there and we're all standing in our ignorance like posing very nicely and one wave just comes gushing in and takes my phone away into the water and we're like running around his fr- his brother our friend were running around to get the phone and we finally managed to get the phone one of our friends finally managed to do that and the moment the picture is taken it's such a candid picture <laughs> it is such a candid picture i have fallen down there is mud all around me i'm laughing like a crazy stupid <laughs> girl like hey finally got the phone at least <laughs> it was so candid. It was so loud. How do it. I not remember this? Because you were not in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like interesting. So your phone fell. My GoPro, I, GoPro, I almost lost it. I was very lucky that when I dove back into the water, I saw it. Otherwise, I had given up. Like I had thought, all right, the GoPro is gone now for good. But I got some really good GoPro shots in the water. And then it rained. Oh, on the then beach. it rained as well. The 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 weather had suddenly changed, but. I think uh, I had a good time. I, I think one of the best beach experiences I've had is Kelinkin Beach in Nusa Penida. And then after all 
after that we were hungry we um just tried our luck around trying to find some place and there were not a lot of places around yeah. um it's it's going to yeah. continue so and we finally managed to get this place which was one of these guys uh home homegrown restaurant i don't know like his house and his uh, really cute shack was right there mm. do you remember the name of the shack not really no but i still have uh, somewhere i have this guy's picture with the name written so that i can remember it I remember yeah yeah, yeah yeah that was crazy and we had a good time he made some really cool uh, i think uh, what ju- watermelon juice and what was the other one that we had watermelon juice and pineapple juice pineapple juice stuff. yeah 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 and i think that was really crazy because i think with all the activity that we did it was uh, it was good fun to you know get some really cool water down cool juice down the system basically so yeah that was great but now let's coming coming to the scuba diving part of it oh the next day as well we were traveling by the way yeah where did we go the following day because see in my head i have like all these memories of all these events but the sequence of events it's a little intertwined so there was this uh, cafe or something called uh, b <laughs> i have a very funny name coming in my head <laughs> let's not let's not go in that direction but that's where we got the best view for uh, mount agung correct correct komang komang, komang is the guys name <laughs> Yeah, he was an interesting guy, artist. Yeah. He was very talkative as well. He showed me his uh diary where he had all these plans for his life. He drew the entire picture of his imagine uh, of his um, dream house. Mm-hmm. And he showed me. It was very interesting. It was cool to connect with him. We were talking with him for at least 2 hours or so. Correct. I mean, we spent a lot of time at his place, yeah. you know. Beautiful and place. Yeah, beautiful place, good view from his his spot. After that, we went to this uh, Tremling, Tremling Beach. Yes. Yeah, that was a, a journey downhill to Ooh, finally reaching yeah, this uh, water pool which was a natural water body. Oh my god, Which's I loved it so much f- washing all my sand out, out of me. It was so so amazing so amazing all right so i'll tell you a very funny story there right so when i see the pool i see all these attractive people inside the pool right and i thought to myself look if i remove my shirt and get into that you know <laughs> i really don't deserve to be here right now and i remember my brother he pulled out a shirt and he fit the part oh, because he was confident <laughs> he was confident because see he has been doing a lot of sport he's been in netherlands and you know he's in good shape he you know? recently did uh, iron man Hi, he did in an Netherlands as well on a whim. Thirty hours journey. It's a different, uh, uh, you know. I have it on a podcast as well. I'll probably be uh, putting it out uh, at some point. Nice. But, but yeah, it was a, it was an interesting. So he's been doing all these things, and he was in peak shape, and he fit the part. You know, he f- it felt like he deserved to be in the water, <laughs> and I. That's why you know I sort of I let these guys be in the water, have fun. I'm just going to chill. Uh, you know uh, next to the next to the pool probably come back this is uh, motivation for me to get in better shape basically and uh, probably then i remember that place was so serene and yeah. so calming for me that i wanted to stay there for a very long time and yeah. in fact i was pursuing all of you guys remember that like we have to come back here oh, yeah. so on the last so day we have to all right also one more interesting story about uh, this girl right here right so the approach to to trembling is basically 
very very downhill it's like a 45 degree inclination going oh yeah all the way down and you're riding all that distance right and through the jungles through such dense jungles so dense jungles and the the way it works is they already so obviously you know a lot of tourists there they get their two wheelers and bikes and everything and and they travel around but the locals there they know that while coming back up it might be difficult for some of the tourists to while coming back up so they have these uh, uh, local people who basically help the tourists climb their uh, two wheelers up those who are not able to go back up it's a loot show man yeah i mean obviously they they are going to capitalize on the opportunity right they're going to make some quick money with all the tourists who are there and as a what happened as a result of that was couple of people there locals they were already asking us whether you know pay us and then we'll take your scooters back up they they kept convincing us that you'll not be able to go up i had i hadn't really thought about that initially and i remember when uh, you got on the scooters so now imagine one girl three men correct they're like trying to be like no 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 Don't worry we we'll take it we'll take care of it we'll take care of it I'm like losing my mind I'm like what are you guys doing wasting time about who's going to ride the scooter up because it's a 45 degree inclination like he said and I'm like you know in hindi hatao in sab logo ko let me just ride it through rip it through you know, so i was almost convinced i was going to give pay the money to those guys and get our scooters up because we were not able to do it This is where we realized what this girl has made up, right? She flex. She, <laughs> she immediately told all the guys, me, my brother, and Salman, that get off your bikes, especially me. And uh, she got onto the bike, and then she just gunned it, and she took the scooter all the way up. And that's when I realized, all right, it's doable. We're going to do it again. And I see I mean, somebody's got to show you the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. And she has a lot of guts, you know. She's like, no way, we are doing it. We'll do it. So yeah, that was. All right, let's just dive in. to the main main part of the show stopper scuba diving scuba diving all right day 1 we spent our uh, learning part of the scuba in the pool so again fun fact <laughs> uh this guy has been telling me through the entire 3 4 month duration since we enrolled ourselves in paddy you know get through your uh, tutorials get through your uh, theory part and i'm like okay 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 finally like before we were supposed to leave the week prior or the two week prior i finished all my tutorials all my learning theoretical part of it and i'm like in my head i'm like okay these guys might have already done it he definitely would have done it and i'm sitting in front of the instructors Priscilla and uh, Rian really good instructors by the way and they're like okay she's the only one who's done it whatever you guys and i'm like my my <laughs> what <was> that is <laughs> funny and i thought so i so again i was going through the videos and lectures and i thought maybe you know they'll give some sort of a uh, questionnaire and we'll have to solve it there so in my head i had covered the syllabus right in your head <laughs> yeah that's when i realized that you actually have to give the quiz on the paddy app and uh, yes. that's how they can see the progress which apparently she had already done so mm. yeah again for the 95% time. pass <laughs> yeah and i think uh, what do you what do you think about the dive dive school amazing location the purple dive center was a beautiful destination to learn scuba diving scuba diving correct beautiful people beautiful experience very chill very uh, interesting 
as well very interesting yes yes, yes. i wish i could build a home there <laughs> yeah 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 And I was low key like just imagining a life like where I've left India, left my entire profession, <laughs> and I'm like uh, working there mm-hmm. in the dive center. I mean, getting up with that view every day. Oh my God, heavenly! So apart from a lot of dive schools that I've seen, this one had the best location, and I think the location sold in itself. Right? It had a pool, uh, and obviously a dive school has to have a pool. but it was located on top of small hill which overlooked the entire ocean right right in the view of agung mount agung and you can see mount agung at the horizon you know this giant active volcano rising from the bali island and it was amazing like i had a so had the a first day of uh, our practice session day one of uh, scuba diving mainly involves going through all these practical assessments where you learn the skills of diving uh, which involve uh, let's say our uh, mask our uh, mask our bcd getting getting familiar with the equipment knowing how the equipment works wearing the wearing the equipment and then getting inside the water you are supposed to fulfill a few tasks which uh, involve uh, getting familiar again with the bcd the buoyancy control device the inflation the deflation uh, removing the mask putting the mask back on trying to be buoyant so maintaining your trim so these are the skills that we were uh, covering in the pool session pool session so generally what happens they have it was a it was 3 days right yes 3 uh, days and the first day was in the swim- swimming pool because you're going to learn all the basics about wearing the gear removing the gear and all of that what does all the gear do what are the rules that you have to follow and all of that in the swimming pool basically so for example when you they also to uh, took a swim test to see if you float the first thing that they did was a swim test first if you can float correct. and if you can swim enough which is like eight eight laps correct and generally what happens is uh, once they were convinced that you guys can swim you guys are buoyant uh, then they immediately moved on to the next uh, process which is like you mentioned about telling you about what all the gear does what are the ev- all the evolutions that you're supposed to do So the first entire day was in the swimming pool, right? Yeah. The second day and the third day was when we were in the water. So the second mm-hmm. day had two dives and the third day again had two dives. The only worry for all of us was that if you are able to equalize in the water properly without our ears popping or anything feeling off at all. But uh yeah, luckily we could equalize in the pool very well. and uh, while we were in the water i had a little bit of fiasco in the first dive what is that uh, so the first dive that we had was do you remember the name of the place uh not really it was around uh, the island so a few of the places around the uh, ocean in the uh, of the island have really pristine coral belts while some are known for manta rays some are known for um some have a little less corals which are being developed by the divers there uh, which we saw in the second dive but the first dive was the most uh, turbulent waters most gushy waters where we enter into the most beautiful part of the coral sightings that we could come across and uh, yeah that's that's when we got inside a little fiasco happened with you a little fiasco happened oh, with me so i i was seasick 
and i remember the first day when we were in the boats i was puking my heart out like i felt like my organs are going to come out why <laughs> because of the movement of the boat you know i think that was because you had a lot of salt water oh yeah i did have a lot of salt water so i remember the first dive we went inside and you know in my head based on the videos that i have seen with scuba diving once you roll over once you go into the water you know you are immediately going to go away from the boat you'll follow the training and all of that but none of that happened i i dove back the moment i popped up from the water my head banged into the side of the boat i was getting pulled back underneath the boat then i had to you know swim to get away from it and riyan our instructor he was saying hey man what are you doing there come here <laughs> right and i'm like i i don't even know what to do right now because the first dive is a little bit of an adjustment you know you're just trying to get used to all the sea waters and open I, water open water and and you know you're looking at all these waves sort of coming and slapping you on your yeah. face the amount of salt water that i have ingested <laughs> oh man i could not even tell you how much and it really threw me off it, it really threw me off because i was not prepared uh, mentally to deal with so much of salt water uh, and I think you and Sanman were very comfortable already with, with the water. Initially, yes, we had uh, our BCD and our regulators, our regulators well on. We did not switch to the snorkels because gushy waters. You're not supposed to switch to the snorkel at all. Yeah. You should have your regulators inside. But what I had a problem with was when we were getting inside, we were going down, and we are supposed to deflate our BCD. I did a little too much. and in my head i knew that i'm supposed to do it uh, little by little so that my descent is at a accepted rate not too fast uh so i do that but i realize that i'm going too fast and in order to counter that i inflate and i inflate a little too much again so i went 10 meters down and i came 10 meters up, up. again yeah. and realized that i'm the only one and all my buddies are down there and i'm surrounded by so many boats around which could just any time just come and pop my head up yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm like okay let's rush down again so again i do the 10 meters finally reach you guys and my left ear pops and i'm like okay This is so a problem. You were not able to uh, equalize. I couldn't equalize, and like I said, the only and the first important rule of scuba is always keep breathing and always equalize. Equalize frequently. Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't equalize. There was this uh, really painful hurt in my left ear, and I was like, okay, but I don't want to give up. I don't want to. I I don't want to end this dive. but i still have to manage equalization right now so i kept at it kept at it for like 2 3 good minutes until i um you know i signaled my instructor like not working bro mm. <laughs> and he just told me to just rise up right. a little so i think i was at 7 i checked my watch it was 7 meters and that that's when it's finally getting a little better. better and the currents work in the such in such a way that you don't really have to swim you don't have to move your fins you don't have to do anything it just takes you along with it whatever the current is you just flow with it yeah so it was more like a drift diving the first yeah session. it was a drift dive completely they, they it felt like if this was space <laughs> that's exactly how we would be drifting <laughs> drifting correct and i think 
the best parts about that i think the first time i think we even saw a turtle during that drive dive the first dive i think while we were just moving around you know just feeling the drift and we were drifting along with the currents i remember rian point uh, ringing his bell Oh, the uh, bell i started hearing the bell and i started looking around and that's when i started feeling so conditioned you know this classical conditioning by pavlo it's a psychological conditioning that conditioning. you know that's how you condition a dog you ring the, you bell, ring the bell you give the treat that's how you feel yeah. <laughs> that bell yeah no so i i mean i remember i i looked at him and he pointed straight down and that's when i saw a turtle yeah. you saw the turtle too yes. right how's that so feeling I mean bro the entire uh, experience of being inside the water was surreal it was so surreal it was it was just beautiful. beautiful i can't even tell you in words it was sometimes if i just wanna feel that peace again just close my eyes and just imagine that place because peace. there is so much of visual stimulation and none of the auditory stimulation, stimulation. except for your own breath, breath. coming out correct. correct and the occasional bell ringing, bell ringing. <laughs> yeah and you it's like you're meditating right when yeah. you're underwater yeah crazy experience and uh, the second dive was relatively easier yeah and it was more of the skills that we had to uh, practice again and showcase in the ocean correct the open water uh yeah yeah so unfortunately my brother ashwin could not join because he had an equalization problem while we were in the swimming pool yeah. and obviously you don't want to risk that but i think he was able to go with a second group on the following day which was nice yes and uh, he still got certified he still got certified which is which is great and i think the crystal bay was the best in terms of we could see a lot of distance away into the sea and it was very calm so i think crystal bay was great it was calm it was a uh, visual like the visual distance was good uh i remember you joining less of corals corals but i remember you joining a different group no that was on the fourth dive that was on the second last dive but uh, third dive you mean third dive yes okay so <laughs> very funny thing <laughs> i don't know what i was thinking but um, a lot of groups uh, accumulated around a space in the water and okay i can see these are my buddies a lot of other people have joined in and then there is this massive rock around which there are so many fishes so many groups of fishes and i actually wanted to go towards it to get a closer look and i did i, I the fish was like this close to me mm. and i am like totally invested there and then i see this um, group of people who dressed a little differently and had a camera they had a very uh, big nice looking camera and for some reason i don't know i was like oh yeah and he was he was giving me some signal okay i couldn't understand was he asking me to shoo away was he asking me to come towards him yeah. i don't know but i was in his you know frame so i'm like okay for let me dive the camera you have to <laughs> I do be in the picture. <laughs> so yeah, it was very embarrassing because uh, initially I thought, okay, let me be in the camera frame, and then he's like, "Move, you woman, move." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so I mean, we got done with the fourth dive. We had an interesting time chilling with our. The fourth dive was a very chill dive. It was just looking at the corals, looking at the fishes. Oh my god i spotted so much i when we went back to the dive center i opened the dive book and i was like we saw this we saw this we saw this we saw this yeah 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 almost made up my mind i'm going to be a botanist 
You did? Yeah, Because yeah. of that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> What a cool job, man. It's <laughs> an amazing job and the amount of satisfaction I saw even on the instructors. For the instructors, like one of our instructors, Priscilla, she's now gone to the UK to study. What is she studying though? I, some social, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the, the fact is that she's got a cool job. where she has to with its water beach good food so let's talk about the economics of uh, scuba Sky diving yeah. the little that we know about it it's an expensive sport it's a very expensive sport uh being a scuba diver professionally and also being a trainer for scuba divers both are equally expensive but also very rewarding very rewarding and i think it's for the reward see people do get expensive hobbies that happens but i think the goal is to you remember the south african lady who had approached us who told uh, so we after we got we became newly minted scuba divers we got certified we were, we were like uh, you know flexing our scuba diving shirts and everything yeah. having our ball of a time in one of these um, restaurants and then she approached us this lady in like her 60s and all What a cool vibe though she had. She had a cool vibe and I think one of the things that she said was you guys are doing a really great job by doing this and this will be a gateway to travel most of the world. So scuba diving in her own words is uh, you know uh, like like she said is like a good gateway to explore. I remember she done over 70 dives. Over 70 dives, correct. And she has traveled extensively. She knew the knew the locals there which means that she's been here a number of times. She actually Uh, along with her partner has a, a boat company she in, in she's the one yeah 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 she she gives off uh, th- all these boats to the dive centers oh nice i didn't know that you picked it up really fast you i think you were paying attention to the good conversation listener. good listener yes but yeah i mean uh, i mean to wrap it up I think uh, it is I, would you do it again like that's the question like now that you are of course of course 500% what's your next destination ideally what's in your mind ideally hmm see i am someone who likes more of a visual and a botanical experience for underwater like i remember you telling me that you want to swim with the sharks okay love that go brother <laughs> but for me i feel i would still want to be around a very flourishing fauna and flora and see that much more closely and be able to impact it somehow you know like there are a lot of scuba divers who are at it they are trying to attack the environmental problems by keeping the water clean which is a big issue a lot of lot of oil seepages lot of plastic in the water lot of uh, these elements which are artificial elements getting inside the natural environment and harming it in some way or the other apart from the temperature differences that happen in our wind which are affecting the coral health as such but this is beautiful you know like they are they have a cause and they have a meaningful impact that they're trying to achieve which i love correct i mean I enjoyed every bit of that experience and going in again scuba diving was always in my head but I really didn't know what I was getting into but now that I have experienced it first of all two things have happened Ah you okay I have to just tell you this before even starting scuba diving I always imagine this one thing you know those you see those Instagram reels or those uh COTs COTs in Mexico uh, basically these uh, river water systems which you enter through caves 
Oh, yeah. In the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are called C-O-T-C-E-Y-O-T-E-S. And uh, I have been always fascinated by doing that. Now you have an opportunity to do it. Yes. You have been certified. But yeah, I mean, for me, ideal destinations would be Great Barrier Reef. I mean, come on, Raja Ampat is the second one. Couple of places near Thailand. And uh, basically explore the entire uh, coral belt if possible. Because, uh, you know, and uh, I mean, f- my fear we're looking at the seas now gone so know? we've done four dives in the open water yeah, we, we are certified open waters noobs by, noobs by the way so my question to you is would you do an open diving by yourself or would you still want to do another advanced level of open water diving and then probably see if you can do it yourself right so th- i think the first part of the question is uh, the first one of the rules of scuba diving is you always have to do it in buddy pairs and also you know you some people do it alone I mean yeah that's okay but generally the rule is buddy pairs because if something goes it's wrong better, it's, it's better, better. Uh, it's better it's better that way the thing is I would prefer to do it with a group because what happens is you can then share your experience I mean what are you going to do solo underwater like on, all on your own I mean free diving probably yes. but would you do a dive or would you want to go ahead and get much more experienced and skills definitely get more experience but in the in the short time frame like do more dives you know build that experience and then later on invest into getting a better uh, uh, advanced skill set depending on how much i am doing it uh, more often and uh, yes i mean explore as much as possible you know it, it it gives you another level of freedom you know we have explored land but now you can even explore the underwater so it gives you that much uh, we as a whole species we haven't explored so much of underwater correct so of course i don't want to get into a sub especially post that titanic sub incident <laughs> <laughs> really yeah i like, still want to get in are you serious yeah and obviously not go in that depth but still want to get in yeah maybe on a like a uh, like a 30 40 meter depth yes i mean you can scuba dive to that depth so that's fine that's much better you have more in control you know if you're in a tight capsule you're not in so much in control you know so that's a imagine a situation where um, india's a peninsula we have massive floods all over something like 2012 wouldn't a submarine which latches on itself latches on and makes a foundation in the bedrock of ocean be much more safer I mean it would be and these are like the kind of thoughts I used to have when I was a kid so again another quality her imagination is I is mean no wild. I think um, not to create a dystopian vibe but yeah it's possible it's possible I mean anything I mean you have underwater hotels and all of that stuff which is again a good concept which already exist no the hotels are gonna definitely burst through the glass is gonna be smacked out but yes I mean that's a interesting discussion for you know it can go in depth you can go in depth it's an interesting discussion for another time but yeah i mean it was a crazy crazy scuba diving trip and thanks for joining so the only uh, conclusion that remains is uh, after all this experience shared go at it scuba dive scuba dive be a scuba diver be a scuba diver save the planet <laughs> yes that's important i mean like again now that you mentioned it i'll quickly uh, say this I think we were having this discussion after having done scuba diving after looking at the marine life underneath you ha- you develop an appreciation for it right and i remember telling you that 
for kids if you really want to convince them about conserving nature and marine life and all of that the direct impact that they can see is of what's happening with coral get as many uh, new people and kids to do scuba diving as much as possible and by the way even kids can do it they have a category for especially for kids and they they are given professional training as well so they can go ahead and scuba dive which is crazy but yeah with that said dive explore the world it's a gateway to the world like the south african lady said keep traveling keep wandering peace, peace. Venturing Aki Podcast.